Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I'm going back to the book of Matthew today. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 18. The Bible said, And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. We started talking on the podcast, on the last podcast yesterday, about the subject of fishing for men. And uh, these men were called by Christ to be followers of him, and he said, I'm going to make soul winners out of you. And we talked a little bit about that on the last podcast, about how the first thing that makes a fisher of men is you've got to be knowledgeable with the sea. You've got to be knowledgeable with the water. You've got to know where they are. You've got to know about the water. And we talked about it on the last podcast. Today, I want to talk to about another thing. A fisher must be knowledgeable about lures to lure that fish. You, you got to know how to, to handle that. Uh, we've got some fishermen in the church here teaching me some things about trout fishing. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. And uh, they'll say something like this. It's all about presentation. It's all about presentation. And uh, you got to have the right presentation. You've got to have the right spirit. A, f- a fisherman has to learn how to approach the water, has to learn how to approach the cast. Uh, and you know what? It's, it's talking about the right attitude is what I'm speaking of. Uh, a fisherman um, of men, a fisher of men does not talk about himself. This self-righteous, holier-than-thou attitude, hypocritical spirit, that's never going to win a sinner. I've even heard of people trout fishing, getting down on their hands and knees. My brother-in-law, Tony, uh, married my sister, my oldest sister. Tony's from up in uh, Rosman, North Carolina, Brevard area. Big trout streams up there. And I've even heard him talk about how he has gotten down on his hands and feet, uh, his hands and knees, and, and crawled up to a fishing hole to catch the trout. You know what? you got to humble yourself if you're going to win a sinner to the Lord. I'm, con- I'm convinced of something. Sinners do not care how spiritual you are. <laughs> they don't care about your standards, and we should have those. They don't care how many years you've been in church and how many times you've read your Bible through. They don't need to hear about you. They need to hear about Jesus Christ. I love bass fishing. I love, I love it. Uh, I remember a few years ago, me and my brother-in-law, uh, my wife's brother, Brother Jonathan Barker, we were fishing in a pond across from where his dad was pastoring at the time. And I remember I hooked, I was fishing with a purple worm, and I was fishing off the bottom, and all of a sudden, I hooked a lunker, five or six pounder. And I remember jumping in the water when I got the fish something happened. I don't know if I, I remember getting hung on something or what, but I, I couldn't get him on the bank. I jumped down into the water, had on my shoes, socks, pants, 
I was up there for a date, but me and Jonathan decided to go fishing. I jumped into the water to get that bass. I did not want to lose that bass. Do you know what? Where is that spirit at when it comes to lost people where we're not willing to jump in? You know, our problem is we're too blessed, you know, to get out where they're at. We're, we've become too rich to witness to the poor. We've become too refined to go witness in the slum. We've become too busy to give up a couple hours on a Saturday to go so in. We've become too proud to go into a drunkard's home, too spiritual to go into a dope addict's home. Did you know 95% of Christians have never personally won a soul to God? And had it not been for the grace of God, I'd be a drunk. Had it not been for the grace of God, I'd have been born into a wicked family. And I'm telling you, we need to get out. 95% of people have never won a soul to the Lord. 95% of Christians. I don't even know if we can call ourselves Christian if we've not. I, re- I heard this years ago. I'd rather witness to a wooden Indian than to be a wooden Christian and never and never witness. <laughs> That's pretty good, ain't it? I'd rather, be, I'd rather witness to a wooden Indian than be a wooden Christian that never witnessed. A fisherman doesn't talk about himself. We need to have the right attitude, the right spirit. We need to know about lures. What's going to attract someone to the gospel? What's going to attract someone to what we say we believe? You don't talk about yourself. And then I'll tell you something else. You don't talk bad about the fish. You don't talk about bad about the fish. You, you want the fish. You want the fish for your wall or you want the fish for your frying pan? Can I get an amen right there? And we need to not talk about the long hair they might have or the beer in their hand or the adultery they may be committing or the cursing or the dirty joke telling or, or how they dress. You cannot clean your fish until you catch it. And by the way, it's not my job to clean them anyway. It's God's job. Don't worry about the long hair. Don't worry about the liquor on their breath. Don't worry about the drugs in their pocket. Get them saved, and then God will do the changing. I've been pastoring for 26 years, and I've seen some people walk through the back doors of the church that did not come in um, in the way that you would want them to come in. I learned this. I'm not, I don't know everything, but I, there are some things I have learned, and I've learned this. Never prejudge anybody that walks in your church. There have been people that walked in my church that looked like they were going to be the greatest asset that I ever had in my ministry. Turned out to be one of the greatest troubles. I've had people that walk, I've got, I've got some people that's walked into my ministry that I thought, ooh, I have, I have hit the jackpot. This family is going to be something. They're going to be a blessing. And time went on, and they weren't a blessing. They were a cursing. And then I've had some people that walked into my church, and I thought, oh, man, where did this crowd come from? And I saw God save them, and I saw the grace of God change them. And they became some of the greatest friends of the ministry that I've ever had. A fisherman has to be knowledgeable about that lure. Doesn't talk about himself. Doesn't talk bad about the fish. 
He just throws out the bait. Soul winning is, is, is line fishing, really. You got the pole, which is the Word of God. You got the line, which would be long-suffering. It just continues to hold. The cork, hope, floats up and down on the water. The bait, you got to find out what the sinner's hungry for. And then the hook. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to set the hook of conviction. And I'm telling you, that's the job of the Holy Spirit, but it's our job to pray for that conviction. Just throw the bait out. So you've got to be knowledgeable about the water. You've got to be knowledgeable about the lure, what's going to cause this sinner to want to be saved. And then I'd say this, you've got to be knowledgeable about, about time. Fishing takes patience. Now, I'm somewhere between my son Jeremiah and my son-in-law, Donathan. Jeremiah can go out and throw and throw and throw and throw and throw and throw that line and, and, and not catch a thing and be just satisfied with fishing. Donathan, on the other hand, if they're not biting the first two or three casts, he's done. I'm somewhere in between. I don't have the patience, patience of Jeremiah. I don't have the impatience of Brother Donovan. I'm somewhere in between. But one thing I found out to be true, if you're going to catch fish, you're going to have to be patient. If you look in Luke 5, 5, Peter said these words, Master, we've toiled all night and have taken nothing. A good fisherman sometimes cast out many, many times, baits many, many hooks, sits for hours, before he catches one fish. It's not enjoyable, but uh, but you've got to know something about the time it takes. You've got to know about the water, you've got to know about the lures, and you've got to know about patience. It's not enjoyable to preach 20 times and see no conversions. Make 20 vision, visits and see no conversions. It, it, it's not enjoyable to teach a Sunday school class and see no class members saved. And sometimes we feel like sailing the boat throwing the fish and tackling the garbage, breaking the pole. But you know what a good fisherman does? There's a better day coming. Go out and knock on doors. Go out and knock on doors. Nobody comes. But a good fisherman just keeps throwing out the bait. Sometimes I go fishing and hardly catch anything. Not, you know, not, don't, either I don't catch many or maybe there's no size. But every once in a while, after casting, I feel that tug, and I know it's not its not a little one. It's a nice one. It's been worth the time that I spent trying to catch it. And about that time I set the hook, comes that big old bass, and I land him, it makes you want to throw another bait. You know what will make you want to go soul winning? To win a sinner to God. You get one saved, it'll make you want to get two saved. You get two saved, it'll make you want to get four saved. You get four saved, it'll make you want to get eight saved. Son, I love it when I preach and I land that fish. There's nothing like hearing the cry of a newborn baby. It takes patience. It takes perseverance. There's hazards in fishing. I remember going down to Florida a few years back, and we went uh, to Okeechobee, Lake Okeechobee, largemouth bass fishing. And, man, you talk about aggravating. There were gnats. There were gnats everywhere. We had a white. The boat was a light color by the time uh the sun come up and we were fishing it was it was almost black with gnats there's snakes in them waters <laughs> there's weeds there's limbs there's snags there's hazards 
And I'm telling you, it's um, it's not easy. You better know something about perseverance. It takes patience. It takes perseverance. And then I'll say this about time. It takes promptness. Verse 20 said, they straightway left their nets. Verse 22 said, they immediately left the ship and their father. Sometimes you just got to go. And then I'll say this, it takes passion. You know why Jeremiah catches fish? Because he's passionate about catching fish. And man, there's people that are so passionate. They watch the weather report. They watch the fishing report. They'll read about it. They'll spend money. They'll drive hundreds of miles. They'll stand on a cold pier down at the beach because they love to fish. It is part of their nature. That is the need of the church is for people to have the passion to win those. Well, let me give you the fishing reports in. It's in it's in John 4, 35. Lift up your eyes and look on the fields for they're white already on the harps. The fishing report's in. It's good fishing out there. There's people lost everywhere. And I'm telling you, we need some fishers of men. William Booth autographed King Edward a book. And here's what he put in it. Your Majesty, some men's ambition is art. Some men's ambition is fame. Some men's ambition is gold. But my ambition is the souls of men. What's your passion today? You got to be knowledgeable of the water. You got to be knowledgeable about lures. You got to be knowledge about knowledgeable about time. It takes patience. It takes perseverance. It takes promptness. Go at it. Get at it today even. And it takes passion. We have the opportunity today to go out and be fishers of men. You've been saved by the grace of God. The gospel of Jesus Christ has changed your life. And it'll change your neighbor's life. It'll change your family member's life. It'll change your co-worker's life. Go out today. Be salt. Be light. Make a difference in this world. If you're listening in the evening, plan right now. Tomorrow, I'm going to get up, pray, read my Bible. I'm going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to allow God to make me a fisher of men. Until the next Treasures of Truth podcast. God bless you.